All right, welcome into Burn After Listening episode. I never fucking know. Episode 45, getting close to 50. Cool. Um, but I'd like to welcome on a very special guest for the 45th episode. Uh, you've known him from the Heat Daddy Show. Now you know him from Burn After Pod, Chad Burns. How are you? Doing well. How are we doing? Dude, I'm doing great, man. I uh, I appreciate you hopping on. I've wanted to get you on for a while now. Um, I'll just kind of jump right into it here. Let's start with your electric appearance on the Heat Daddy Show the first time where you just you hopped in there to say what's up. Um, were you know were you not prepared? Were you not ready? Didn't think he was gonna call on you. What what happened there? No, I was just shooting the shit with one of my buddies after a little quick smoke. I noticed the notification from him. I said, "Fuck it, I'll hop in, see if he lets me join." And sure enough, he did. And I didn't know what I was gonna say other than I was just chilling. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That's uh, that's sick, man. Um, was uh, you definitely went on a few other times too. Where you are, you're a little more prepared. Was uh, you know, what was that experience like? You know, was it? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a ball knower. Or should I say a puck knower? So usually when I do a hop on with him it's usually just talk about a puck topic he's bringing up and it's always good to hear his insight or stir the pot up because i always see someone get rattled with one of my replies i say to him on it yeah you do uh you you definitely do have some good replies there um have you been following him for a long time yeah i've been following him along i want to say you know mid-college so about 2021 i've been Really, I, or really, it might even be or longer than that. I just saw his tweets for a while, had no idea he did a pod, and started listening along to that. Fuck yeah. So, well, um, okay, so then are, are you a big hockey guy? Is that how you originally found his tweets? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I've been playing as much, as long as I've been a kid. Okay. Who's your uh, Who's your team? Hawks are my team. Proud partial season ticket holder. Proud partial season ticket holder. Okay, dude. Um, you know, just because you came on, you are required to take me to one of those games. Um, don't know if you knew that before you came on, but it was in the fine print. Um, secondly, dude, I'm a Bedard hater. I think he's gross. I talked about it earlier in this episode or later. I guess when you guys hear it, he's an unreal player. Um, you know, just kind of take me through your thoughts on the injury, him being out that long, um, the media sucking him off when he wanted to skate, even though there's nothing wrong with his legs. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with, you know, I agree. I think he's a great player, and I think he's going to have a great career, but I'm kind of on your side, actually. When he first started, you know, they're shoving him down our throat like Taylor Swift, and I think they got to let the kid play first, and he's never been, at least doesn't seem like he's much of a social guy anyways. So it's a little too much to look at. I think to be that good at anything, you definitely have to be, like, a little autistic, but in a good way. Yeah. Oh, very good way. I mean, I've heard <laughs> stories from family friends that have connections in the program. Yeah. And, you know, his, fa- his family still hangs around the team. I've heard that his mom and his dad take turns living with him in Chicago, allegedly. So I think there's something up with the kid that, you know, you don't see on the media. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, but I mean, to be fair, they could just be kind of protecting him. You know, if he's coming from Canada, people think Chicago's a a bad, tough city. It's really not safe here. I've never felt unsafe. Um, But yeah, I mean, he's he's obviously a very good, very talented player. Um, You know, I mean, with him out right now, there's just not much to look forward to on the Hawks. I mean, are you even watching the games or are you just kind of like burning your tickets? Because that's what I'd be doing. (laughs) No, I'm still going. You know, I set the bar rock bottom. I'd say at the beginning of the year, I was thinking this team might have a shot at fighting for a wild card spot, but then more and more injuries came. Taylor Hall went out early. 
Corey Perry did whatever we think happened with him. So the bar has been lowering day by day, but, you know, trust in the process with it. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I actually forgot Taylor Hall was on this team. Yeah. I mean, I think the Hawks, I think it's still fun to go to the games as well. United Center is a good experience. Um, it's expensive, like fucking literally everywhere else. But um, I do just love watching hockey too. Um, you know, what are you most excited about for the Hawks coming up? Um, is it maybe like the high draft pick, Bedard coming back? Like, do you see this team kind of continuing on an upward trend, getting back to that glory of, you know, that, that 10 to, to five, like 2010 to 2015 run? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, of course, excited to see the kid come back. But I think the bigger thing is, I'm excited to see these kids in the pipeline. They've already drafted, you know, Marcel, Marcel, Sam Renzel, Oliver Moore. I'm ready to see those guys make their shot. It seems like Oliver Moore's killing it in Minnesota right now. Was he their second round pick last year? Uh, no, he was the 19th pick last year. So he he somehow fell in the Hawks' lap and they grabbed him. Okay, nice. Yeah, he's that huge defenseman, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Honestly, I don't know. Is he down in is he down in Rockford? No, he's a freshman at Minnesota. Oh shit. Okay, nice, dude. I uh dude, have you ever hit any uh in any Wolves games? No, I've not. Uh you know, I kind of stick with the Rockford Ice Hogs a handful of times I've been there just cuz it's I the other team. I feel you, dude. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly where you are, and I'm not asking either. But I, uh, I'm downtown, dude. Sometimes, if like, if there's a home game for the Wolves, you can get a ticket for like twelve bucks in the lower bowl, dude. The beers there are like five, six bucks, and the food's cheap, dude. It's actually, it's actually not a bad experience. They put on a good show. The team fucking sucks, but I bring my jersey and I bring my gear in the parking lot, like just in case. <laughs> I hear it's a good time. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not too bad, man. But um, I want to kind of segue over here to a little bit more about burner twitter um you know kind of tell me your introduction to the burners how you uh how you found them maybe why you have your account yeah so it really first started off back in 2020 ish 2021 yeah i was using my real name on twitter and then one day i let it slip called someone a fucking retard woke up with a bunch of dms so I had to delete that account, make this one that I have now, and I used my fake ID name at the time, Chad Burns. And then really it segued into over the summer, I took a picture of some cards I bought, got dropped in a chat, shout out Card Boys. Yeah. And I'd say that's really how I learned about the rest of it. That's fucking sick, man. What an entrance too. And so you said your fake ID name was Chad Burns? Yeah, so I I wanted to make it as douchey as possible. No offense to any <laughs> Chads out there. I picked Chad. Last name Burns. Uh, you ever seen the show Real Bros of Simi Valley? Yeah, yeah. Boys used to fuck with me and say, oh, you don't burn. So I threw <laughs> burn on there. Dude, that's fucking sick. See, so many people get a get a fake ID and they have their real name on there because they're like, oh, if I'm drunk, I want to be able to know the information or have it be able to like match a credit card. But damn, okay. I'll get, I, Give your props to the balls to changing the name on there. It's probably safe for that way too. Right. I mean, as long as you know your shit, nobody will question you. Where I went to college, bars weren't really big. Yeah. yeah. Really, as long as I can get in the liquor store, that's all that mattered. Okay. Fuck yeah. But do are you still? You have that thing framed now or no? I do actually. It, it sits in my drawer. Chad Burns' birthday is next month, so I'm getting ready <laughs> to celebrate it. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking sick, man. Um, okay, then I was kind of going through your Twitter a little bit as well. Um, so Ian Kennedy blocked you, and I'm a little jealous because I cannot get him to block me. 
like he probably has me muted so he just doesn't see anything I say but how did you get him to block you honestly I have no idea you know <laughs> I was definitely chirping him under a tweet that you said at one point yeah forgot about him for a couple weeks and then I noticed that PWHL kicked off wanted to see if he had anything to say about it and yeah I was blocked so I have no idea how I got blocked by him really hey that's fair I, yeah I'm shocked that I haven't yet um yeah, I don't know. I maybe maybe I have to maybe I have to start just DMing him personally to get him to block me. Uh, you also had a tweet blow up th- last week that uh, I'm actually sending to the burner of the week committee right now because I think we missed it. But um, you had like the the meme where it was like people controlling people, and it was Camel and Marlboro, Newport, and then the government. Um, you know, do you smoke Marlboros and Camels? Is that your go to brand? You know, come on, take me through that hierarchy right there. Well, yeah, reds are my go-to when I pull out cigs, but yeah. really my thought process in that more of was I was 19 when the, the tobacco age got jumped up to 21, Fuck. so I was already a little salty, and I always said, oh, it's got to be big tobacco like those cigarette companies, and now that government or Congress wants to stir the pot and ban cigs, I really think that it's big tobacco, or not cigs, zins. Yeah. I think the big tobacco is controlling the government to ban zins. Yeah, I uh, I might have to I might have to agree with you there, man. I mean, I don't think Zins will be banned because then it's like, what's actually free in America? They already took away drunk driving from us, and now Zins? Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Um, and then you know, even kind of scrolling further back too, you were actually at the Hawks game, and then you uh, turned it off to watch the Dallas Kings game. Like you were at the game, but you still had the Dallas Kings game on your phone watching. You know, just were the Hawks really that bad that night? Was Bedard out? Like what? You know, what was causing you to throw another game on while there's a game going on? Well, honestly, Hawks were winning. They won that game, but what really got me was uh, betting the Dallas Stars over at home. It's been hot. I'll spoil my secret. Anytime the Stars are at home. Hammer that over, folks. Okay, good to know. Actually, this past weekend when they played the Caps, the Caps have been hitting unders this season at an insane rate. And I told my buddy, I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, the Caps, I was like, suck. They're under always fucking hits. And he took the under and the over hit. So, I mean, I wish I had talked to you first. Maybe I could have avoided that. Yeah, I think they've been on a, well, they had one lose in the last two weeks, but they've been on a streak ever since November or October, honestly, of just hitting the over at home. Okay. You realize if I take the next one, it's going to lose, right? Like, that's just how it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to put that pressure on you. No, no, it's it's all good. I'm just, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out to you, warning you that I took it just in case. All right, I appreciate it. Um, so going into the all-star break, obviously, Bedard's not going to be going. Um, I, I think it's good for him. Just take, like, the extra rest. That you don't need to go race a PWHL chick at, like, 9 p.m. on a Friday in Toronto in February. Um. But, you know, who who are the Hawks sending, do you know? Is it Mrazek or? No, I don't think they're sending anybody. Not that I know of. And I think the league just found the replacement. Because I want to say two weeks ago, NHL tweeted out who was replacing Eichel and Bedard. But I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I think I think they have to send someone. Because right now, it's isn't it league mandated one one person per team? Hey, if that's the case, I hope they're sending Mrazic because it'd be a joke to send Dickinson or uh, Seth Jones there. Oh, dude, absolutely. And Seth Jones already been an all-star before. I mean, Mrazic definitely should go. He's been keeping the team in it. He's been playing really well. I think he earned the contract that he just got too. What is it, 4.25 a year for the next two years? Yeah, 100% he earned it. I was looking forward to a good trade haul, but with 20 picks in the last year and the next coming years, 
at this rate, they should just use what they got. And if they can't make a team out of that, I think there's other issues to solve. Hawks had 20 picks last year. Uh, no, just in the span of last year, this year, and next year, something like that. It's like 20 shit. first and second round picks. Okay. Oh, holy shit. My, my dates might be wrong, but give or take, it's around that much. Listen, we don't fact check on this podcast at no, all. <laughs> I am the facts. You could have you could have said it was 30 and we're just going to go with it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. And then... Is there uh, is there any anyone you wanted to shout out or anything like that? No, like I said, shout out Card Boys. That's really all I got. Shout out your Hermit too. I laugh out loud at every tweet he's got. Dude, yeah, he's a funny dude. He, uh, I will say, your Hermit. He keeps ducking me, hanging out in person because he knows that I'll kick the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good shit, man. Well, hey, dude, uh, anytime you come down to the city or anything like that, let me know. We'll have to get a beer. Um, and like I said, in your contract, it said that you have to bring me to one of your games because you came on the pod. Um, I don't make the rules. I just kind of enforce them. But I appreciate you coming on here, man. Um, yeah, nothing else you want to shout out? Plug what you're at. What you're at. CX Burns. Chad Burns. Burns. Fuck yeah. Everyone go follow Chad. Great follow. Good friend of the show. Um, I'm going to knock us off here, but don't don't leave yet. I need your track to upload. Alrighty. Um, lastly here, we're heading to the next part of the show, Talking Hockey with Mike Richards. Brought to you by Liquid IV. Use code BURNAFTER for 20% off anything in the entire store. Thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Now we're, uh, now we're on to a very special part of the show. It's going to be a brand new segment every other week called Talking Hockey. Uh, there's going to be a good amount of people on that have their thoughts and opinions to give this very first one. I'd like to welcome on Mike Richards. Glad to have you back on, sir. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Um, I look forward to this new segment and yeah, man, there's nothing more I love than talking hockey. Yeah, dude, we've, uh, we've gotten much more esteemed since the last time you've been on. So it's, it's, it's only going up from here. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, first of all, we're just, we're heading right into the, uh, in the all-star break. The Red Wings are buzzing, but I mean, I want to talk about the All-Star game a little bit really quick. Uh, I'm not like, I think it's dumb this year. I hate the one person from every team. I hate the jerseys. I hate the influencers and the PWHL that are going to be on the ice. Nothing wrong with the PWHL. Not saying I hate that. I simply hate the fact they're on the ice during the All-Star skills competition. Yeah, like the All-Star game doesn't really mean anything anymore. Like it used to actually be an event that I think people cared about and the players wanted to participate in. And now it's just like uh, a joke. It's it's terrible. Um, the jerseys this year are like beer league, amateur hour. Like what's the lowercase names? Terrible. That's so heinous. I cannot believe that like that was that design was approved. To have the last names written in all lowercase. <laughs> it, dude, it, I don't, I don't get like, I, I don't get how they're just every time they have a chance to like market something, they fuck it up. And you had a hilarious tweet. It was when uh, Bjorkstrand found out he was going to the All Star game, and you go, <laughs> he went from getting some sloppy neck from his wife to having to race Sarah Nurse at 9 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, like it sort of sums up like the sentiment around the game, like. First of all, no offense to Bjorkstrand, great player, not all star. Not an all star. No. Not an all star. Like to be an all star, you got to be like a point of game player at least. Like, and we're letting guys who aren't even like 
who haven't even hit 70 points in their career, like into the All-Star <laughs> game. It's fucking, it's insane. The other thing that pissed me off too, the NHL tweeted yesterday, they're like, some of the best players in the world, which lineup are you taking? And it was like lineup one versus two for best of seven series. And it was just like kind of a best on best thing. And I was pissed. I was like, why are you guys fantasizing about best on best hockey when you have the ability to make it happen every single yeah. year, if not every four years? And like the league, the skill level's never been higher. And you're literally keeping guys out of the All-Star game because you want every team to feel included. I like- know. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, dude. They... What do you, okay, did you – and then I guess kind of on this point with uh, every team being included, they might expand to fucking Seattle now or Salt Lake City. That'd be fucking terrible. I don't think there needs to be another team. I understand the money aspect of it. I don't think they have enough of a population there. It's just fucked. Put it in yeah. Canada if you're going to do it. Yeah. Like if they're going to add another team, it should be in Canada. Um, like I – Utah, like who even lives down there? It's just a bunch of crazy Mormons. Like yeah, that's, that's insane. All the NHL. I mean, if you're going to put NHL players there, it's like kind of it's not even like, a titty them. for they're, them to go to. Like yeah, dude, they're not even going to be able to have sex. They can just soak. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's fucked. But I mean, yeah. Overall, not excited for the All Star Game. I don't think anyone is. It's just become kind of a mockery. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I guess another thing I wanted to kind of bring up just around the NHL and the news right now was the like the World Junior, the Team Canada shit. You want to kind of give your thoughts on, I mean, the situation as a respected journalist and scout. I want to make sure that, you know, your voice is heard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the allegations are true, like that's so fucked. That's that looks terrible. Like at the if they're if they're true, I don't know what hockey Canada can do. Like they've just got to disband. That's like a truly terrible luck. Mm. Um, and I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like some of the players that were named, like they're all kind of freaks. <laughs> <laughs> but it it did piss me off a little bit seeing Carter Hart's name there, just because I have him in a dynasty fantasy league. So like it's like fuck, like having a career <laughs> year. And you have to go and do this, and yeah, um, I would I would agree with you there. That can't hockey Canada would have to disband. It's a terrible look. I mean, if they're innocent, though, then I mean they should obviously all fully be reinstated to the NHL immediately. Yeah. yeah. If if they are found guilty, do you think any of them would ever play in the NHL again? Um, if they're found guilty, I don't think any NHL team will be able to like do the like. There's there's the NHL's a big PR machine, but it is not good enough to like overcome those allegations. But if any of them are like could be found guilty and come back to the NHL, it's probably Carter Hart because he's the That's only one who's like actually talented out of those guys. Mm-hmm. Like he's the only for sure like surefire NHLer. Um. But, yeah, I mean, Formington's been out of the league. McLeod's been in and out of the league, up and down from the A. Calfoot, same thing. Like, these are just, like, fringe guys, so it's not even going to be worth it for, like, an NHL team. I think even if they are if they are innocent, like, it'll still be hard for an NHL team to, like, bring them in. Except for Carter Hart, obviously, just because, like, yeah. a lot of those guys are fringe guys and it's not going to be worth the headache. Yeah, true. 
Damn, I'm interested to see what happens because I mean we know Formentin turned himself in. Um, I don't really even know how that works. They're like, hey, just what is he like in a jail cell right now? Uh, I don't think so. Um, he probably just like had to go in and they like laid the charges against him and then like set the court date and everything. I don't think he's in a jail cell in London though. But okay, that it was makes funny because when Dylan Dubé uh, announced that he was taking like an indefinite leave of absence for like mental health reasons, um, this is like before it like turned out that they were all being like summoned to London to turn themselves in. All the comments were like ripping him, like, "Oh, this guy's having a shit year. And he's trying to blame it on his mental health." <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Dude. And it was like Line A, same thing too. Like I feel like the. Not that, like, mental health isn't, like, a real thing, and obviously, like, having, like, poor mental health does suck, but, like, I don't know, you're a pro athlete, I get it, it's stressful, but you literally are living other people's dreams, and I feel like there's just, like, just suck it up for the season, and then deal with yeah. it in the off season. Like, you're getting paid millions of dollars, it can't be that bad. <laughs> I think Line's problem is that he has to live in fucking Ohio. Like, imagine making it to the pinnacle of hockey, and you go out and you're living in Columbus, Ohio, and like, you just you're looking at just fat women all day. That's all. That's yeah. There. No, yeah. It, like, if the NHL is going to add an expansion team, it shouldn't be like uh, a new draft. It should be a relocation team. Like, Columbus, Ohio mm. does not deserve an NHL team. No. No, and the players all hate it. Like you hear all these rumors, like about how all the players hate Columbus and like uh, they just like don't want to play there. And then I don't know if you saw this thing recently with uh, Juracek, like their top pick from yeah. like two years ago, basically saying like, "Yeah, like this is a joke. Like I should be playing in the NHL. Like I'm too good for the NHL." He has a point there. Like every time he goes down to the AHL, he's like one of the top defenders in the league, if not the best one. And Columbus, they're just a terrible team. I mean, like, all the other guys from my draft year are getting power play one opportunity. Like, why are you guys, like, insisting on, like, putting me at the bottom of the lineup when I'm obviously better than all the players? Yeah. I think I, I think a lot of it, too, is, like, their coach right now. I can't remember who it is, but like after Babcock, they literally just had to sign. They had to sign someone, and they had yeah. to do it for a term. Like they couldn't do like one year. Like I get it. So he has to be there for two years. I mean, he was fucking up with the lineup and was like sending Kent Johnson down at the beginning of the season. And I don't watch the Columbus Blue Jackets or follow them other than to hate. Obviously, <laughs> if you've seen my fucking Twitter. Yeah. Um. But like, I mean, it, their coach just could be like fucking people over like i mean he just might not know what he's doing he might not be an eligible caliber coach maybe he was just a really good assistant they were in a tough spot and i mean i think that could be a huge part of it yeah yeah and i don't know i feel like this old guard like this old school mentality of like you got to earn it in the league um like nothing's going to be given to you like you got to grind and whatnot like obviously there is a place for that but if you're like a bottom of the league team and you have top draft picks, like you should be playing them in the NHL. Like they can play in the NHL. It'll be better for their development than the AHL. And like the fans want to see these players, like 
no one knows anything about Blue Jackets hockey except for when you see a Kent Johnson highlight. Like that is yeah. the only time yeah. people care about the Blue Jackets is when Kent Johnson is pulling off Michigan's. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'll give it to Columbus too. They do have some unreal guys coming up. Fantelli is a fucking monster. I wish he was on the Red Wings. He looks fucking sick. He did get injured last night. Yeah. We're recording this Monday, January 29th. Did get injured last night. Hopefully he's okay. But I mean, yeah, dude, people like are tuning in to see Fantelli tear it up. Like Zach Rowensky, mm-hmm. um, Kent Johnson. So like, yeah, like why not play him? You're going to sell more tickets. Like it'll be more interesting. Those guys can like plays at that level. Like that's the thing that's pissed me off with the wings for the, the longest time is they leave these young guys down there so fucking long. And now I have to watch Jeff Petrie, who can barely fucking skate, <laughs> play just because he's from Michigan when Edmondson's sitting down there and like doing nothing. But I have to watch fucking Gostas Bear turn over the puck 17 times on his own blue line. Like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. And I think part of that is like, um, you know, ten even 10 years ago, like the prospects were way shittier. Like, yeah. Um, now the players are so much better, like coming into the league, like you, like Zach Benson went outside the top 10 first NHL goal between the legs bar down. Like that's insane. (laughs) Like the first time you touch the puck in the NHL, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. You know how good you have to be to do that in the national league. Yeah. dude. It's fuck yeah, it's fucking gross. So yeah, I mean the prospects, the prospect pool is getting way stronger. And I mean, these kids are just like. People are seeing what it takes now to make it to the NHL, and there's so many people out there that like just give give out free information on like what it what it takes to make it. Yeah, and so more and more people are like taking that information. But um, there's speaking a lot of, bad of pe- information out there too, though. I was gonna say, speaking <laughs> of information, you shouldn't fucking take that fucking hockey talks guy. He keeps deleting my photos on or my comments on Instagram. Do you know who I'm talking about? The guy that's like, I could easily play in yeah, the ECA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, well. You see, in my final year, my final two years in AAA, you know, I put up zero points playing in AAA in Florida in the mid 2000s. Like, hockey's come a long way in Florida. AAA in Florida in like the early 2010s was for sure terrible. Dog shit, dude. And he couldn't, he couldn't put up anything. It's hockey hacks, not talks. My apologies. But this dude is so fucking dumb. He made a video too. He's like, he's like, people in the NHL agree with what I say. And it was like, him doing the McKinnon video on like how he gallops and McKinnon's like, yeah, he's got it down and be like, see, even McKinnon thinks I'm right. And I'm like, dude, this like the, the amount of delusion that comes from that fucking dude is absolutely insane. I'm surprised he hasn't blocked me. Honestly, I don't even say anything bad. I just tell him how wrong he is. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking insane. I, dude. I also don't want to see all of these uh, influencers on the ice at the all-star game. Um, I'd like to remind everyone listening to this, that coach chippy is a 34 year old man when you see mm-hmm. him making his content. So he just was keep on that- the Epstein flight logs. <laughs> yeah. He was fucking on there. The only one that I kind of give props to, obviously we hate Pavel Barber for, for screwing over Sherlock. Fuck Pavel Barber. But, uh, the one that I don't mind is swaggy P. I mean, the dude actually played a game in the AHL, had a really good career over in Europe. Like obviously a good player. He's just short. And really cringy. <laughs> yeah. The worst part about all these influencers, though, is that just I know they have bigger dicks than I do. And it's just so upsetting. Maybe not Swaggy P. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so upsetting to see all these people out there that, you know, you just more followers than you, bigger dick, and you're just like, really, this guy? Yeah. Fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, you want to touch on like the, the Connor Bedardzi injury a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it sucks as a Blackhawks fan. He was like the one redeeming factor to the team this year. The only thing that made it made them watchable. And, uh, but I mean, I don't blame the Hawks. I think it was probably an organizational decision to keep him out for longer. And like, he definitely doesn't want to go to the all-star game. That's a waste of his time. Like, yeah. Yeah. He does not want to be raised Sarah Nurse at 9 p.m. on a Friday. Like, a little bit longer. Like, he's like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not going to go do, uh, like, a shooting accuracy contest against Natalie Spooner. Like, <laughs> and, like, all respect to the PWNHL players, but I know a couple years ago, like, that chick beat Dylan Larkin. Like, do you really think that – there's a chick out there playing hockey who's faster than Dylan Larkin. No, like, just is physically impossible. <laughs> yeah, literally. Saw this funny uh, TikTok the other day, and it was like, yeah, like, women, they always want to compete in sports against men and, like, want to have their own leagues and everything. It's like, you need to understand that this is all men have. Like, this is the only <laughs> thing that we can objectively say we will always be better than you at. Like... <laughs> No, dude, a hun- yeah, 100%. It is really all we have. Um, yeah, man, I-, I think the injury was bad too. Um, he's obviously an unreal player, going to be very good. And like the fact that he was – I think he was over a point a game or at a point a game before he got hurt, was he not? Or he very was close. right about there. He might have been like just one point shy. Just but disgusting. yeah, like to be able to even be close to a point a game on this Blackhawks team. Oh, like- yeah. His winger is Ryan Donato. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen him play in person. He is fucking gross. Um, Not the greatest defensively, bad in the faceoff circle. You know, I will say that as a Red Wings fan, you know, I got to keep him honest. (laughs) But I thought it was, I thought it was also like kind of crazy too, that the media was like freaking out when he was back on the ice. And I was like, I was like, dude, like he can obviously go out there and skate. Like, it's not like, (laughs) Like, he didn't break – he didn't, like, tear his Achilles or anything like that. Like, chill yeah. the fuck out. He he, do, he doesn't even need to wear, like, a cage on the ice. Like, if he's just doing non-contact practice, he can just go out there and do whatever he wants. Like Yeah, literally. He could just stick around. And they were freaking out, dude. And I was like, okay, settle down. It did kind of suck, too, that he didn't get to play at home in Vancouver. Like, for his first game back home with the Hawks, that probably would have been pretty cool for him. But, I mean, yeah. he's going to have – No, I mean, he's definitely lucky that uh... – He's not under Tortorella because he would have been scratched for that game if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, dude, when he pulled off his Michigan, he would have sent him down to the AHL. <laughs> did you see Joel Farabee attempted it last night? Oh, did he get sat the rest of the game? Uh, he didn't even uh, – he got traded mid-game. Like, <laughs> he didn't even make it back to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not see that Farabee attempted that. That's fucking hilarious. He came pretty close, actually, but uh, – yeah, I mean, whatever Torts is telling them is working because the Flyers are actually winning games this year, and I don't think anyone really thought that they would. Well, I mean, Carter Hart was obviously a big part of that. Um, but, I mean, too, dude, like when I watch them play against the Wings, they're they're just a very big, massive physical team. They're tough to play against. They suffocate you. They they just grind you down and hit you. And, I mean, that's what kind of what you need to play play hockey games you can have all the finesse in the world dude but if you're getting like crushed every single time you're going into a corner by fucking six six sandheim like you're not going to want to go in that corner all game yeah yeah 
So yeah, I will agree. Props to uh, props to Torts. Um, anybody else you're like kind of disappointed with going into the the All Star break? You maybe expected more of. As hot as Vancouver's been, I really expected more out of Kuzmenko. He's having a terrible year. I uh, they signed him to that. They signed him to a pretty good contract. I think he's getting like six M's, and you know he's just not producing anywhere close to where he was last year, and it's making me wonder if Russians can jump the pond anymore. Like what's just going to the NHL? Like there hasn't been a guy who's come over. Like well, obviously Kaprizov and Panarin are like the only two that have made the transition and like been successful in recent years. And then I think obviously the Philly pick Mitchkov will make the jump and be great in the NHL. But yeah, you know, you just had Gusev, Shipashov, ton of guys who were like the MVP of the KHL come over and they couldn't hack in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, dude, I mean, they can literally like. There's just way more rules, you know. They could literally murder someone over in Russia and still suit, like get caught by the police and still suit up for a 7 p.m. game if they yeah. killed someone at 10 a.m. Like Galchenyuk in America, was playing the other day. He looked nasty in that jersey. Who did? Galchenyuk. Do you see that photo? Yo, dude, yeah. yeah, I did see that highlight. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, brother, dude. brother, I'm not <laughs> yeah man yeah it's it's fucking nuts i mean people aren't too like keen on giving russians chances right now anyway because they think that a hockey player would be able to stop a, a geopolitical war yeah um, yeah but so i mean so at the same point in time like they might not be given the fairest shakes but yeah i think Mitchkov will be able to come over i mean he was on he was on csk right and then he like they weren't playing him so they loaned him somewhere else and he's like over a point a game yeah yeah no he's nasty um yeah. Did you? Uh, There's actually some some relatively recent news that came out today that the NCAA might be allowing CHL players to come play uh, Division One. So like you can now have a guy who played in junior, like go play like for BU or whatever. Like if he's not liking junior, dude, and that's kind of crazy to me. I did not see that, and they should absolutely do that. Didn't uh, didn't Brett Duncan Keith get to do that, or Brett Seabrook, one of them? Uh, I don't, th- I don't, one of them definitely so. did. I think it's, it, I think it was Keith. He played juniors first and then he played the NCAA somehow. Um, no, I do. I think they should have always done that. I think it'll help the North American game. I think it'll make these colleges more competitive. It'll be a break, bigger draw to college hockey. It'll be more exciting to watch. Like, cause then right now, what, like if someone wants to keep playing hockey, then they have to play youth sports and then like maybe get a look in like the AHL right like echl yeah. but like yeah. now if you can come to like an actual development league it'll make these teams so much better more competitive it'll raise the level of uh hockey and ultimately help grow the game more i think it's a great thing they should have been doing it so long ago like i think it's probably due to all this nil stuff like because they were mad that some dude got 250 dollars a week unless he played for the london knights and uh yeah yeah well, yeah i don't know none of the nil money is real though i'm i'm fully convinced that it's not real <laughs> you think you think they're just making up the yeah like, yeah they're I like think a, they are really so I feel like the majority of people are like just not getting paid like they're saying they're signing these deals and they probably are signing stuff but they're definitely not getting paid like um like they're saying they are um, but my concern with the CHL thing is now like if a dude is like 
playing in the OHL and just doesn't want to be there anymore, he can just like strong arm his team into trading him wherever he wants, or else he'll just leave and go play in the NCAA, which I think hurts Canadian hockey a little bit. Because before, yeah. like, they could call your bluff and like you could have a commitment, but if they knew that you really wanted to play, like, they could just they could call your bluff a little bit and like know that you weren't going to the states. But now that you can play and then go to the states later. Think makes it a little bit trickier for for Canadian uh, juniors teams. I would agree. I, I think though the amount of people that would that would do that is not like as hot. Like I don't know. I think a lot of people would like to go to Canada too. And like, what's the odds? Like they would make more in America with NIL if they already yeah. spent all the NIL money because college hockey is not like it's it's big and it's getting bigger, but it's not like this huge thing. Like it could yeah. be. So, I don't know. I guess it would just kind of depend. I guess that sort of segues. What did you think about the uh, the Cutter Gauthier strong arm in Philly? Yeah, dude. I mean, these kids like if they if they see stuff and they they don't want to play somewhere, like they don't they don't have to anymore. I mean, like I, I don't know. I mean, I think you definitely got to like earn your cut, man, and like fucking make it in the league a little bit. Like, I mean, he maybe should have played like an NHL game before he did that like I wouldn't have the balls to do that because they could just be like you know what like fuck you but I mean he had the leverage by being able to just stay in college until he could sign wherever he wanted so I mean at least they got something from him yeah but, I mean yeah there's kind of in, in his case there's nothing he could do but I think most other people that aren't in the NCAA will have like won't have that leverage but I mean now with this rule they might just be like okay you know what fuck this I'm gonna go to the NCAA until I get a fucking can just yeah, they can do whatever. that too. If you're playing in the CHL and you get drafted to a team that you don't want to play for, you just go play in the NCAA and wait it out. Yeah, I think most guys though are so excited to play in the NHL. It's not going to be a bigger issue, especially because like when they vet people, like they try and vet them pretty well in the draft because he wasn't even Briere's pick, was he? Um, I don't actually. Yeah, he was. He was the first pick that they made. I think unless okay. And I yeah, mean, from I all he was the, the first pick under Briere. From all the stuff, I mean, he he's like, yeah, you know, I I, I want to be a flyer and all this stuff. So yeah. I mean, maybe something happened. Maybe like they signed the video coach from the Hawks. And <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, no, what they were saying happened was um, he was like, yeah, like I want to play in the show right now. Like after his first year in college, he was like, I'll sign the contract, but I want to play first line. Like I want to be given it. And yeah. Briere was like, well, we can't do that and then he's like okay well i'll just go to another team that will do it for me damn that's nuts i mean he's tearing it up right now at bc right it's where he's yeah at. he's he's yeah. really gross gross but it's just funny because we haven't seen that from a player since like lindros a player of that caliber like forcing a team to trade him before he signs because he just doesn't want to be there yeah which is fucking nuts. I, do you think that the Ducks are even going to be able to fi- figure this shit out? Like, they're getting rid of Drysdale. Zegris is on the trading block, which I don't want him on the fucking wings. But, like, what? Like, what's their – are they just going to stay in this rebuild forever? I don't – I don't get it. I don't know. Like, uh, they have they have the last three CHL defensemen of the year. So, they have the WHL, OHL, and QMJHL defensemen of the year on their team. Like, right. which is kind of crazy. And Drysdale um, wasn't one of them? Drysdale, uh, he wasn't. No, like last year they had every single okay. CHL League's defenseman of the year. 
um, on like in their prospect pool. So they do have good prospects coming up on the back end. And I mean, they're stacked on forward, but they're running out of spots. Cause like all those guys have centers. Like they just have yeah. like six centers, like in their prospect pool. So I think they'll probably need to move some of those guys. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Zegers is going to work out. I know over the summer, everyone was like, oh, you need to sign this guy. Like, I for sure thought that Zegers was going to explode this year and go for, like, a point of game, but he just looked terrible. and Awful. Yeah. Does he only have three goals, too? He's hurt. I think but... he needs to get out of Hollywood. Like, he's becoming a celebrity more than a hockey player. I was talking to someone about I was talking to someone about this um on Saturday night and I was like, Yeah, it was basically what you told me the same thing about Matthews. I was like, sometimes he just likes being a celebrity more than um more than a hockey player. Yeah. Likes hanging out with Bieber. <laughs> yeah, but I also think Matthews loves loves scoring goals more than anything that Zegers loves doing. Like Matthews loves being the best. I don't think Zegers yeah. like has that drive to be the best the way Matthews I- does. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Ducks. I mean, I really thought they were going to be better this year. Um, is Leo Carlson a center? Yeah, he is. Yeah, dude, Jesus fucking Christ. And then Cutter Gauthier is a center too? Yeah. And oh McTavish, McTavish is a center as well. And, I mean, I guess Zegers is more of a winger now. Because yeah. he's kind of – he's kind of got a twinkish build to him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. He does. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ! Um, all right, hey man, was there anything else you wanted to uh, cover? Any stories? Anything like that? Um, just trying to think about some of the big stories heading into the the All Star break. Um, maybe like what the Leafs are gonna do. Like, I feel like they just aren't where people thought they were gonna be this year. Um, I feel like a lot of the moves that people were calling Trelevin a genius for making are now not looking great. Like having Reeves, which ones are those? Two more years, like terrible. Reeves, is that what you said? Reeves is signed. He was like three years, three million AAV, Jesus which is Christ. like crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. And I mean, Bertuzzi, I really thought he was going to be like the missing piece in the Leafs' top six. And this was a guy who was like close to a point a game on Boston. I think he was a point a game in the playoffs for them. He was a stud on the Red Wings. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I will say too, when Bertuzzi was on the wings, he was like, he was in like that top six role and he wasn't like, I mean, you're kind of overshadowed by Matthews and Marner, right? Like if there's a two on one and Bertuzzi doesn't, try and get it over if he's on it with like Matthews or Marner he doesn't try and give it over to one of them and he shoots and like doesn't go in people would freak out on him and I think there's probably like a lot of pressure there on him just based on that I think more like once it comes to the playoffs and how just he can fucking just nail gun get under people's skins and <laughs> pay off more for the Leafs especially Domi too I know people are like ripping on him and they're like well he doesn't fucking score and all this shit like you have people that can score like, yeah. if you if you That's sign Max Domi to be a scorer like then you guys are fucking retarded I mean, he's shown in the past that he can get it done, but that's not what we need from him. Like, that's not what the Leafs need from him anyways, so. Yeah, I would agree. I, I definitely thought that I, I expected a little more from the Leafs as well. I, I don't – dude, maybe it's just, like, the franchise. Like, maybe there's just something that just, like, prevents people from, like, I don't know, being winners. 
Yeah. Because every year it's always like something like people think they address the issues that are needed. And then there's always something else. Yeah. Yeah. And that this year it's definitely goaltending. It's looking very suspect in that. Um, I mean, Samsonov had a good game the other night, so who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll turn it around, but. Um, is that uh if you, I mean, what's everyone kind of, are these the thoughts of everyone in, in Toronto right now? Is there anyone that's like, all right, you can maybe need to like get this guy out of here or anything like that. Any anything that people are like, this needs to change. Yeah. I think they need to lock down. I think the consensus is like the goaltending situation just uh, is very ambiguous and um, there's no like clear path going forward. And then obviously like with the cap, um, it's making it harder to fill the holes that like are in the team. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to go and get the right players without um, blowing things up a little bit. Do you think that Matthew's next contract will be 15 million or more AAV? That would make him, well, that would obviously make him the highest paid player. He's already the highest paid right now without endorsement. But there are people in the 14s, right? Like, is McDavid's getting paid 14, right? No. McDavid's no? 12.5. McKinnon's 12.6. Matthews is 13.1. I I mean, it depends on how much the cap goes up. I could see that happening. Um, I think if they want to get it done... Uh, I think if Matthews is serious about getting it done in Toronto... Um, he won't take a number that high because it'll be too hard to build a team. Um, but if he just wants to like become the greatest goal scorer ever and get paid a shit ton of money doing it, then I think he could get that fifteen million for sure. I mean, but isn't that what he kind of did right now? He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to bleed the team out. And like I want to be able to build a team, and he's the highest paid guy in the NHL right now. So he, he kind of contradicted himself there. No, I get what you're saying, but he also has to be the highest paid player in the NHL because he was the best player to most recently like renew his contract. You know, okay. So I feel like if That's you're fair. like a top five player in the NHL and your contract is up you should become the next highest paid player in the league. Like that's just how it goes. Cause there's going to be a team who will offer you like the most amount of money. If yeah. you're a top five player in the league. Okay. Um, yeah. I, also, I, I, agree with I think Marner is trying to bleed the team dry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of guys who were built like twinks, um, yeah. what do, uh, why, what do you think he's going to grow, go for or when's his contract up? I think, I think he's getting a new one, uh, over this summer feel like shit okay um and i think he's gonna want matthew's money and i don't know if he's worth matthew's money especially with willie knee like showing that he's like a legit bona fide superstar Mm -hmm. yeah i i've always said if you're gonna get rid of someone of that core group either Tavares at this point because he's old unless he takes like a extremely team-friendly deal or Marner because I I just think Matthews is a better goal scorer and I think Nylander is just more gross. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I don't know. Um, I feel like Marner has proven the least in the playoffs. Like, yeah, 
Matthews. Like, none of them have been exceptional in the playoffs the way they need to be. But mm. I think out of all of them, Martin has been the weakest. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, a lot of people forget this too, but I used to skate with uh, with Willie in the Mission uh, Spring Skates here in Chicago growing up. And he's uh, the past few games, he's been doing a few things I used to do. Yeah. Back when, uh, yeah, back when we were uh, 10, 11, 12. So. <laughs> no, I can see. Uh, I mean, I've, I've watched a couple of your games on Live Barn, and the moves, <laughs> the moves that you're pulling off, like, they're just mirror images of what Willie's doing. Yeah, it's 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 a it's uncanny. It's fucking nuts. Chicken man. and the egg, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Willie T. Oh man! All right, brother. Well, this has been great. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you're welcome to come on for as many of these talking hockey's as you want. I always appreciate and love your insight, man. Uh, is there anything else you want to you know shout out, promote, or anything before we uh, before we hop off here? Um, no, man, it's always a pleasure to be here. I enjoy talking. Um, I'm sure I'll hop on a couple going forward. It was a lot of fun today. Um, and yeah, just shout out to the podcast. Um, and yeah, look forward to seeing what, what happens with it going forward. Fuck yeah. Thanks, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks again. Uh, I'm going to end this here, but don't leave. I need your track to upload. Yeah, for sure.